What's up, I'm Miners of Intelligence and Consciousness. I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Today with me, I have guest and friend Connor Burton, who is a bodybuilder, a fitness coach, and a podcast host. What's up, Connor? What's up, Rick? How's it going? Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's definitely an honor, and I'm really proud to see all the, the work you've done with uh, Rick's Mind Podcast. And, you know, John, you've been doing great too, man. Can't forget, could, can't forget about you. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it, John. The, the, my nemesis. Uh, we we do um, fireside chats uh, sometimes. We're, the, we're best frenemies, honestly. <laughs> we're on the opposite end of, ends of the spectrum a lot, but uh, one of my one of my dearest friends. But yeah, man, I really appreciate that. Um, and dude, it's been a while, and I met you at Dixon during a very like Dixon's a gym for the listeners that don't know. Um, <clears throat> At a very kind of pivotal point in my life where I was like uh, addicted to the gym. And here's this big son of a bitch that was training. And I don't know if we ever trained together, but I, we know we had a bunch of mutual friends. And, and uh, yes, I'm talking about you. And uh, man, I see that you followed your, you followed your heart and now you are, you have clients. And like, I kind of just want to know is this something that you've always wanted to do is, is train people and, and continue a career in the gym? Or, or is this something that, that kind of came on right later on in life. I first want to say that Dixon at OSU, when we first met Rick, like years ago, I mean, literally probably eight years ago, I loved everything about that gym, the Dixon yeah, Rec too. Center. I love, I love Dix, but people could not put their weights back in proper order. The dumbbells oh. were the worst. Dude. <laughs> dude, it was a fucking disaster trying to ever get like a squat rack at Dixon. Like I had, you had to go at like five in the morning or at like 10 at night in order to get one with any kind of yeah, like, just like gym etiquette and, and, and education of like having just like respect for other people. Like that isn't something that is instilled in people. So mm-hmm. wh- like how I got fitness and etiquette instilled in me was being passionate from an early age about lifting. So I saw, I mean, an Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding for men book when I was 12 years old that my cousin got me and I did bench dips in PE class at the same time. I was like, Oh, this kind of feels good. So I would do like your typical push-ups and curls at home. And I just loved getting the pump. So that carried forward throughout my teen years and into high school. And I just, I was really passionate about working out. And I mean, I just love talking about it. I loved teaching my friends how to work out. I loved out benching my friends like, Oh, Connor, he can lift. Like he can really bench. He benches 300 in high school. So I just really enjoyed being in a position to, to feel look and be strong. Like, because like I'm a numbers person and you can't really fake lifting heavy weight. So I really enjoyed <laughs> being able to, because like the way I see it, it's like I have my own kind of, knowledge of my own body so why not spread that knowledge and communicate that to other people and that's been one of my passions since i got certified back in 2016 was personal training and helping other people get you know basically just get jacked and tan get personal (laughs) records and bench press deadlift squat and also just look good naked yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it's about at the end of the day. You got to look good naked, right? You know, if if you won't fuck yourself, then who else is gonna fuck you, right? Like that's. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like, I I like to, I like the culture of the gym. Like that's the the strangest thing that I find in 
that going to gyms is the unwritten rules that are there. Like big guys don't talk to each other for the longest time. Like you got to give someone, in my opinion, like it's a long time. Like if you're big, I'm big. We won't talk to each other. We're kind of look at each other. This is maybe this is just in my own head, right? But I'll just be like, man, fuck that guy. Maybe he's bigger. I than think me. that but might then, be in your head. I'm maybe. not sure. But eventually, that person and I will become friends, and maybe we'll start training together. Like, but I, I do, I do love pretty much every aspect of the gym, and I love seeing people growing and then coming. Maybe when they're a little bit obese, and you see the the transformation over time. Like that, to me, is incredible. Um, and so, um, that kind of leads me to like bodybuilding. Are you still actively doing that? Yeah, I'm actually bodybuilding. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to do it and I did pretty well last fall. I just got back into it in September last year and I got a second place and somehow that qualified me for nationals. Oh shit. Which I didn't feel like kind of worthy because... It used to be first place, but apparently they're giving um, participation <laughs> trophies. <laughs> are you? So like, are you? Go ahead. I, I I felt like I did really good, but I understand that you know just to to quote Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> but, uh, are you? That, no. that was my, my fifth show last year, so I just uh, did my fifth show, and shoot, I mean, like right now, this is my. I think eighth or eighth or ninth year doing bodybuilding competitively. Wow. Are you trying to get your pro card or do you already have it? I'm trying to get my IFBB pro card to just be a pro and have that title. But uh, it's literally one step away. So next year at nationals in Las Vegas, the goal is to win, get the trophy, give it to my mom, go park mm-hmm. in Vegas, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, that's my my next goal is to get my IFBB Pro card. Are you doing classic or physique? So um, I tried classic physique, but <laughs> I actually um, I actually measured at like five eleven and three fourths for some reason. Oh, so I didn't don't. make the weight cut. So I ended up doing bodybuilding and I did pretty well. So it's like, um, wait, did I mess that up? Is, uh, there was classic, which is like like Ronnie Coleman and Jay Cutler and 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 Phil Heath. That's classic, right? Like, and then there's physique, which is like the where they do board shorts. Yeah, they're considered. Yeah, the board shorts. It's a, that's a separate category. So with the board shorts, you want to display uh, exclusively the the V taper, mm-hmm. and it's, it's about four poses. So. But with classic physique, which is a variation of physique in that it's a bit more downsized, if you will, compared to open bodybuilding. So the tier of classic physique is more reminiscent of the days of Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they had more of a smaller waist, a V-taper, but they show the legs too. Mm-hmm. And you do um, a classic pose. That's one of the mandatory poses. What I'll be doing is open bodybuilding. And mm-hmm. with that, you're looking at the muscularity from head to toe, and you don't have a classic pose. So you have about six compulsory poses, and you want to show the muscularity um, from your legs to your upper body. And you got to make sure you're fully balanced and that the insertions and the way the muscles are shaped are balanced. <laughs> but also, mm-hmm. you have a lot of muscle that's really going to show that you have developed every single body part in proportion to each other. So you wouldn't have your arms as 
like too big for your deltoids. Um, but what I'm doing is open bodybuilding and I just realized that I kind of went off on a tangent, but it's good. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, it it does make sense. I'm just like trying to in the, and get into my head, like, cause I'm, I'm a little bit versed in this world, but not like, I only pay attention to the freaks like Ronnie Coleman. And to me, and I just want to make sure I'm correct. That's, that's open. That's all I care about. And Kai green and his weird ass, like all of those guys. I love them. I love them. And then the, the, the ladies in that, that just anyone that's just absolutely just roided out beyond belief and has just sacrificed everything to get this physique. I, I can't get enough of it. It's, it's insane. I, I think I'm going to go to the Olympia at one point in time just to be around that environment. I think it'd be amazing. I think I think John over there is getting ready for the Olympia with that tank top. You know, I got a <laughs> sun's out, guns out, right? <laughs> Fucking bro tank. I, I guns love it. He's not shy about it. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. So, um, dude, what, what do you, uh, how are you eating? What's your diet consist of? Yeah, so... When I wake up, I eat an entire cheesecake, and then usually I have a little bit of a food coma, and then I just go back oh, to nice. bed. Thank you. And it's usually Panda, Panda Express before my next client, and then I'm like late it. for my my next client because I can't even get that down. And then it's McDonald's at night. There you, there you go. You Guys, I'm totally it. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you know, in, in the morning, it's um, it's about three eggs and three egg whites. And then I'll have about 60 grams or more of oatmeal with blueberries. The next meal after that would be jasmine rice and sirloin steak or mm. grass-fed ground beef. And then um, I'll have about two of those beef and rice meals and then two more white meat and rice meals. Um, each of them has like vegetables, like mixed vegetables like broccoli, carrots, or like spinach or arugula. And then at night, I typically don't have as much carbs. So you're looking at about, you know, three to four whole food meals and then about one and two shake meals. Nice. I'm so confused right now because I just found this guy called Paul Saladino. And I'm like, a lot of the shit that he says makes a lot of sense to me. And I do enjoy weird diets. But I was wondering if you could get your thoughts. Like, he confused the fuck out of me. So, basically, um, for the listeners that, oh, yeah. that don't know, I'm sure you're aware of Paul Saladino. He's a he's like a carnivore hybrid. So, it's meat and fruits. His argument is that plants, the, the parts of the plants that we eat, the roots and the leaves, all have um, defense chemicals in them, which he's not wrong about, right? It's definitely, you can look at um, the acacia tree in Africa, for example. If there's a bunch of giraffes eating these acacia trees, leaves, then they will send a chemical signature through the wind that will communicate with other trees and the leaves will get bitter, right? To protect it. Plants want you to eat their seeds, right? So their fruits, that's what they want you to eat so you can spread them. Um, just don't damage the seeds because the seeds, like if you look at apple seeds, they have like, I think it's arsenic in them. John, look that up uh, when you get a second. Um, but It is, so, it is um, arsenic. You're it right. is arsenic. Thank you. So it's like I'm, I'm kind of like I'm getting ready to do a big push. Uh, I've kind of been 
a, a, a bit of a chub, sir. I've been going to a lot of weddings and doing a lot of traveling and things are starting to slow down. So I'm thinking I'm, 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 I might fuck with a weird diet for, you know, six months or so. So, I mean, I was just kind of wondering, like, have you ever experimented with anything like that? I also wanted to get your thoughts on that too. Like, what do you think of Mr. Paul Zeladino's hypothesis? I think he's done his research on the chemicals that are in vegetables. And here's the thing, everybody's different and he understands how they react in your body. And there's truth to that. And there's truth to everybody's own ability to digest food. So for example, when I started with my clients, I had them record their food for a minimum of, you know, seven days so that I can look at their choices of food and see what, vegetables they naturally do or don't eat. So the first step is to understand what vegetables work for you, what vegetables you digest properly. And you can really incorporate easily into your diet without inflammation. So what's inflammation? You know, you're going to cause a bit of a reaction in your gut and some reactions are good. Um, I can't say I know too much about Saladino's uh, hypothesis, but it totally makes sense. Um, you have vegetables like carrots that have, you know, beta carotene, good for hair, skin, and nails, I believe. Um, and I said, mm-hmm. like, Rick, what, what I would do is take a look at your food and what kind of vegetables you eat week to week. So and then look at that and then just take an inventory. Okay, I can handle these vegetables and then just portion it out for each meal. Yeah. Because there's some things, I mean, <clears throat> I can't get behind 100% what he says. Because, like, I think that I found a lot of strength gains, definitely, in eating beets. Like, I feel really, real, like, really good. I feel really, really strong when I'm eating beets. Because they're, they're very iron-rich. They get, they have uh, cabbage as well is something that I, I eat a lot of. And celery for multitude of reasons um i think that's a i mean he's anti that he's he's pretty pro cucumber as long as you peel the skins and and um uh, uh, peel the skins and get rid of the seeds but it's like i don't know i i I definitely want to try something like that i don't know if i do six months but i think i would do do that for like a month maybe a month and a half it's interesting i don't know if i could go Full carnivore. I think I. I think I may have thought about trying that at one point in time, but I kind of bitched out. But I mean, there, there's also another factor. There's a book I read a while ago that this guy. It's called the Blood Type Diet. I don't know if that's Johnny. If you want to pull that up, uh, I don't know if that's the name of the book, but it's a book oh, on like you. Sh- you should eat based off of your blood type, which I'm a type O O positive, and essentially. I'm more carnivorous, and that's definitely something that I I do. I eat a lot of meat, and it makes sense. And I have friends that you know maybe A B they they're they're more drawn to fruits. There's always fruits in their home, and I'm not necessarily like a giant fruit guy. It's not that I don't love them. What's up, John? Uh, so <clears throat> I don't remember who you said it was. Um, according to this, it was created by a naturopath named Peter Peter J. Dadamo. Peter J. Tadama. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, and is, is, is a book name. What's the title of the book? I'll look for that. Okay. Yeah. So, but but I'm I'm just I don't know. I I 
I think everything in the dieting space is super interesting to me. Like I, I feel I, I love I love that space on the internet because it's so it's it is divided into teams and people are. Uh, go ahead, John. Uh, it's it's called Eat Right for Your Type. Eat Right. Thank you. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick that up again. But um, eat right. You, type. Yeah, eat right. Eat like, right for you. Here, here first. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I. But I love how um. I love that there are these teams that have formed. You like you have Team Carnivore, and then you have Team like Paleo, Team Keto, Team uh, Vegan, Pescatarian, and they're all just like "fuck you." They're just screaming at each other all day. I love it. I love it. Um, but I, I like to I like to bounce around between the groups. Like I've had a lot of success with Paleo. Like that to me is the easiest way to eat. But. Um, at the moment, I'm just kind of looking for a home and eating a lot of junk food, but I'm going to clean that up uh, next month. So that's, I don't know, you, you're, you're kind of from, you're very much focused on, you know, keeping your fat intake below a certain level and having, a, you know, enough carbs to fuel your body's or body because you're, you're probably working out. Are you working out more than just, are you working out one to two times a day? I would assume two. How far out uh, are you from your next show? I mean, I'm about, uh, well, right now is May, May, June, July, August. So whatever math that is, somehow they let me pass trig. I don't know how, but let's say that's three months plus a year, 15 months. I'm about 15 months until my oh, next contest. Okay. So you're bulking. To you're just- save money and bulk up. So mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm doing is just making sure that I'm getting plenty of fat. I mean... I'm getting my body weight and protein, so I'm about 242, that much protein. And then I'm doing somewhere around 0.3 or 30% of my body weight in fats. And then I do the rest in carbohydrates. Usually when I'm bulking, I'll go a gram per pound of protein, 0.3 grams per pound in fat. And then a little bit more than, let's say... 1.5 1.5 grams per pound of carbohydrates. So I'm eating a lot of food. Um, recently, it's been around you know 4,000 plus. I tried 6,000, and I really like tapped out with that amount of food because that's a lot of work, and you can't really sustain it. Just like Rick, you did you did the carnivore the carnivore you know diet, and I I'm not a huge fan of the word diet because it it's not going to be forever, right? It's got a yeah. a deadline on it, right? So um, eating style, what's your eating style? Do you eat a lot of paleo type foods like you eat, Rick? Do you eat a lot of meat? Do you eat a lot of vegetables or fruits? But you got to ask yourself, like, what protein sources do you normally eat and digest? What plant sources, what fruit sources, and what fat sources? Yeah. So, I don't know if that answered your question. It did. Well, no, because I asked you, uh, well, you did. Yes and no, because you did tell me you're 15 months out from your show. And then I wanted to know if you, how many times you're working out per day. Trust me, I'm good at listening, but not, not, not at that point. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous. I'm on Rick's Mind podcast. I, uh, I work out up. once per day. Yeah, six times a week. Six uh, times a week. There you go. Yeah, six times a week. So... Man, twice per day, I only do that, I mean, not with the weights usually, unless I'm short on time between clients, 
because there's mm-hmm. some days where I'll, I'll, I'll work like, you know, 12 hour days, but I will usually lift weights six days per week for about an hour, hour, half per session. And then if I do work out twice a day, if you count working out or cardio is working out, then I do work out twice per day, but it's normally just yeah. you know, once a day, six days a week. Hit, I definitely like legs push pull and then repeat. Yeah, I do. I definitely count cardio as a workout. Like, are you are you just walking on? Are you walking around running on the treadmill? What are you doing? You know, right now I'm uh, waking up first thing in the morning for my routine, and I will go for a walk for about 20 minutes, and then that's about it. Uh, yesterday I did cardio for 30 minutes on the, the stairmaster. I think it was like 25 or no, it was 25 minutes on the stairmaster. And then I was just, I was sweating bullets because <laughs> I don't really do cardio, cardio that often. Like it's very rare for me to do cardio, you know, more than three or four times per week, unless you count the walking, which I do in the morning because I do uh, this routine I called savers. I got it from this guy uh, who wrote the book, the miracle morning in the miracle equation. Mm. I do this routine called savers. It's a, uh, S A V E R S and it counts for S is silence. A is affirmations. V is visualization and E is exercise. R is reading and S is scribing and scribing is, that means writing, but you're not going to put a W at the end of saver W. Mm-hmm. So, um, I said all that to say that I do cardio during my savers savers routine, like first thing in the morning. So I just, get the walking out of the way. For me, it's like a form of thinking and just being able to really get my mind going. And it's just, I mean, you're just walking. It's really simple. You're also um, helping your brain because you are absorbing lux. And these are things that the sun emits, right? And it gets into your eye and it wakes you up more. So you're getting the early morning lux, which you can only get at that at the morning <clears throat> in the morning. So uh, that's uh, that's a really good routine. So it's going to help you get to bed earlier as well. What uh, what time are you lux. waking up, man? Yeah, lux. They're called lux. John, pull that up. Read what a lux is. Um, it's a form of UV light. Oh, I'm okay. Probably, I'm probably fucking this up right now, but I know it's it's called a lux. <laughs> lux. Well, we have uh, John to double check it. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> dev. That's why he's here, man. That's why he's here. Um, I did not know that. Well, dude, you're on the Rick's Mind podcast. You're learning things every day. John, hit us with it. So the only thing I can find okay. is uh, uh, lux UVC, which is a handheld light surface disinfectant. No. And then uh, UV Lux, which is the world's first UV light activated uh, adhesive. So I think you're talking about L- Lux UV light. What is it? Are we supposed? Are you uh, are you talking about like 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 an infrared sauna type light kind of thing? N- um, like light um, therapy. I don't know if it's maybe we're spelling it wrong. I don't want to get Maybe. too caught up Lux in the morning. Morning? Okay, there we go. Like, Okay. Light exposure in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Uh, just type in Lux in the morning or Lux. Oh, in the yeah. Morning. It's uh, it's part of your circadian rhythm. So, yes. Mm. You are you are not talking out of your ass. Congratulations. Thank 
God, dude. Told, what did I tell you? 98%. No, <laughs> that's not true at all. Uh, no, man. Uh, but yes, that's very important. That's um, something that I don't do enough. It, and it's a slow build. I, I, I recently just went to actually, hence the, the shirt here I'm wearing. I'm wearing an Andrew Huberman shirt. Nice. I went How was to, that? Dude, it was, it was fucking awesome. I, I kind of, I went with my girl and, you know, shout out to her. Cause she's, she's definitely smarter than I am. But like the, the first half of the lecture, I, uh, was like, just, I, I didn't, I brought a notebook for her, but they handed out notebooks there. And so, I, you know, I took my notebook back and the notebook they handed out was like, um, kind of bullet points of everything he was going through. And I didn't even like, like read it. I just started writing shit down from the time he started talking to the time he ended. And I didn't plan on writing anything down, but there's just so much useful information. And, uh, she's just looking at me and she's like, this is a basic neurology course. And I took that in college. And I was like, bitch, I didn't take any of that stuff. Like <laughs> I was taking she's business. And I wish I would. <laughs> I know. She's way smarter than us. She's in the medical field, but, but no, it was, um, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, it was good to good to see him live, and I think that that's what he's going to do, and he's going to make a shit ton of money. But he told an interesting story that had to do with uh, cuttlefish, which they kind of look like um look like a squid or like an octopus, mm-hmm. but they're a type of uh, squid. Yeah, they are, and I, mean, I wish I had my notes. They have fudge. I don't have my notebook here. I wrote this down. Uh, essentially. I, like I'm pretty sure they're conscious. Like I, 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 they are definitely sentient. Cause he did an experiment where he had to go to like Mexico and buy them and, and like smuggle them into the country. Cause they're illegal. Um, and they would feed them every day. And they, they notice that when they're, they'll float above and they're able to like kind of have a 360, 360 degree view. And like, they're, you know, super chill. And then their eyes move to the front of the head and then they become like killers and so someone from nature magazine comes into his lab and they have, I think like 40 tanks and they walk in and they can't find the cuttlefish. All right. And then they finally figure out that they're hiding in the tops of the tanks and they've just gone like clear, like they're camouflaged. So they can change their, change their skin color, like octopus, oct- octopuses or <clears throat> anyways. So, they bring the person back and they notice all 40 of these fish are watching him and they're turning red, right? Based off of like mm. what this person does and where he's looking. And they gathered that these, these, the reason they were hiding is because when they see these people, they're hovering above, they're chill because they know they're going to get fed. But this was they they recognize that this was a different person that they'd never seen before, and so their eyes moved to the front of their head, and they viewed him as a threat, and they watched him the entire time. Wow! Fucking, fucking wild, dude! Right? Man, that's, I mean, that that's, that should be a metaphor about people. They show their true colors. <laughs> There's a lot to be said about uh, cephalopods. There's a lot of theories that say that cephalopods are just as intelligent as humans are. I, dude, I agree too because octopus are smart as shit as well, and I don't eat them for that yeah. reason. Like I'm kind of well, like they taste. They taste so good though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll eat squid. Delicious. Squid are not smart. Are they? Are they a form of cephalopod? Yeah, yeah, squid or cephalopod. Uh, 
No, <laughs> yep. I'm just as bad. It's as like you guys. squid, cuttlefish, octopus, uh, nautilus, uh, a few other bunch of other stuff. Oh yeah, I love dude. Animals are crazy. Uh, do you want to hear another animal story, Connor? I've got a bus. I'm sorry, sure. man. You, you, we were on hey, one just, right now. Just don't don't make fun of my family like that way. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh are you familiar with um like lions like lion prides right okay i didn't know yeah. this i just found this out not that long ago so there are these i don't remember the name of the pride so and a lot of people will get mad because there's a lot of people that are into this shit but all right just assume that there are five brothers right that they're and it's called a, a coalition right and they get kicked out when they're like two or three years old and there was this famous coalition of lions. There were five brothers, and they carved out a territory of like I don't know, like a thousand kilometers with like six or seven different prides of females that they would just guard. And a, a common misconception is people don't think that males hunt, but generally they're they're actually really good hunters, especially if, if they're in these coalitions. Because they have to patrol their territory and make sure that n- no other coalitions are coming. All right. And so within this coalition, there's going to be one kind of dominant male, like once uh, to establish the breeding order, but they all get to, f- they all, they get to fuck all these, these other lionesses, but there'll be one dominant male. And if he gets knocked off then they'll fight, but like they form these bonds and they take over territory. And I just think that's so sick. Cause I used to think it was just like one lion, Maybe two. I didn't know that there could be as many as five males in a coalition. They just roll up and take over shit. And I, I, I also thought that, that that these lions they would just stay with one pride. But no, like you can rule as many prides of female of lionesses as you can take over. And so that was super interesting to me. And I, got, I was like obsessed with lions for like a few days, man. Just like reading everything I could on on lions. So, it's weird. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's weird in this brain, dude. I get obsessed with things. Lion like, beak. There's huh? shark week and there's lion week, dude. If there's a, if there's a, don't play with me, dog. There's no lion week. That would be so awesome. <laughs> you should start it. Why not? You know. Fuck, dude. Maybe. Maybe I would. Dude, you know, it'd be cool to be. Put up memes of lions of like being like that. People will, will post about a lion. Like I put a picture of a male lion on, on a on their Instagram and say, you know. Hashtag pride or whatever they say. Yeah, dude, those people are douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Any anybody that anthro anthropomorphizes, did I say I hope I said that right? Animals is fucking stupid dude animals are awful they're common. so brutal like a, i know i know i don't understand like if you case in point when a coalition takes over another pride you know the first thing they do kill the cubs kill the cubs of the other they just it's nature is so if if a bear gets Bro, you it's warfare it's, it's no 100%. different than people we just carpet bomb shit it's, it's no different. If, if lions had access to munitions i'm sure they would too <laughs> yeah use their teeth we, you know we're a little separated more civil <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It all depends. Like if you're, it, I mean, there's this guy that won the Congressional Medal, Dakota Meyer, Dakota Meyer, 
pull that up. He killed an Iraqi insurgent with a rock. He beat him to death. He went into a house, ran out of ammunition, got into hand-to-hand combat, and then beat a dude to death with a rock, bro. So we, it's like, I didn't think that hand-to-hand combat was still prevalent. And then one day I got curious, God forbid. And go ahead, John. I mean, they, in, uh, in basic for all the branches, they teach hand-to-hand combat. They still teach how to fight with a bayonet uh, on a rifle. Oh yeah. That's uh that's why war, war would not be, would not be chill. It was, was pretty, it was very eye opening when he described what you just, you know, said happened with the rock on the Rogan experience. Is that right? I think that's where I saw it too. Yeah, that was intense, man. There's been some good episodes on that show. I don't listen to it as much as I used to. Like, what podcasts do you listen to nowadays? I mean, one of the best ones, Blue Collar Fitness Podcast. Oh, what's and, that? What's that? Uh, you know, oh, oh, is this this? What do you talk about on the on the on the Blue Collar Fitness Pod? Uh, but uh, by the way, I love that fucking name, dude. Ah, uh, thanks, man. I I will give my my co-host um, much deserved credit. My best friend and co-host and co-owner, Josh Sargent. Um, came up with that name and the original idea about three years ago. And then we joined and, you know, we, we both come from blue collared farm boy backgrounds doing hard labor. And we paid our way through college for the most part and just, you know, worked hard. So we know what it means to have integrity and work hard behind closed doors. But I, I honestly, I just want to give a shout out to my own podcast yeah, man. Um, but I don't like to hear my voice. I don't know if you can relate. I don't like to hear my voice that often, unless I need to. But uh, we we talk about anything involved with reputable, easily digestible, or easily understandable fitness information. You know, how to get better in the gym, how to improve your nutrition, and how to just have better health and longevity. And then we interview hosts like um, you know Dr. Mike Isretel. Um, Adam Schaefer from Mind Pump, Mark Bell, um, Lee Priest, who is a former professional bodybuilder. So we're just able to like talk to leaders in the fitness industry and understand their story. Then it's also really t- entertaining because they have a lot of funny stories because they're much older and they have a lot of experience. But honestly, who I do listen to, I mean, I don't listen to my own podcast that much. Um, I listen to a little bit of yours. Thank you, man. I think it was an episode Appreciate with that strength coach from uh, Western Oregon University. Uh, the lady, correct? Exactly. So I listened to Mind Pump, um, Mark Bell's Power Project. And then um, oh, yeah, I Smelly to Belly. Joe, smelly Belly. Yeah. And then I listened to uh, the Joe Rogan experience for, you know, if I want to listen to an episode where it's, it makes you want to like, be curious about stuff and take mushrooms and I'll listen to Joe Rogan. But uh, <laughs> as far as training, mind pump, Mark Bell's power project. Um, there are some more shows like um, Fuad Abiyad's. It, what is it called? It's a uh, real, it's called real bodybuilding podcast. And then I also listen to 
it's just bodybuilding by Think Big Bodybuilding. So some hardcore bodybuilding, some fitness education, and then some extraneous stuff with Joe Rogan. Corey Mitzer, that's the that's that's her name. I forgot. Dude, you've 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 interviewed uh, Smelly Belly, old Mark Bell. Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, I had the fuck yes. Interviewing Smelly Bell, Mark Bell. Dude, how'd you lock? That. That's fantastic. I'm well, I. You know, I we're gonna put to a show in. like. What's that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him on this one. He's the shit. It's a good idea. I'm well, I just listened to a show and like. He he offered. He's like anybody listening who wants to, you know, interview me or try to get on the show, just reach out and email my my uh, my general manager, which was his cousin at the time, mm-hmm. um, and or still his cousin, but he's not in that role anymore. So I just emailed the guy and I inquired about um, interviewing Mark Bell. It also helped that I was able to uh, get. Adam Schaefer from Mind Pump on the Blue Collar Fitness Podcast. So I kind of like name dropped him. So we had some credibility. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like every time I just, I just say, like, I resonate with like your content or your show. I kind of give them props on something that they, they've achieved that they're obviously proud of that I've related to. And I just say, hey, I would love to interview you on the show. I just make a, a very genuine comment either through email or on their Instagram post. And then mm-hmm. if they respond like thumbs up or yes, let's do it to my inquiries interview, then I'll go straight into the DMs. <laughs> so wait, so, you yeah. you get your guests on inter- Instagram? So, uh, this is kind of nice. That's how I got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, that's, that's how I was able to get Doctor Mike. Oh, dude, that's not a. I've gotten like a few guests off of the gram. Primarily, what we do is we have like a. We have like a guest hit list and uh, it's a system. It's called guest pipeline that John and I developed and we have a spreadsheet and then we have someone reach out to as many guests. Cause we're, we're pulling people from all walks of life from, you know, Harvard professors to fitness people to, yeah, like just all, like all, all walks of life. And so um, it's taken a while to kind of get our credibility up, but like some of the, even rappers, like we've, we've, but we've had a lot of people on the show now. And so oh, just say we, it, Rick, we had someone from Wu Tang clan on our did, show. We that's we had killer priest. I, I, that I, I cool. love to tell everybody that. Yes. But, um, yeah, we, so we just, we, we do it primarily via email. Like I don't, we don't have like a very strong social media presence. Um, so if you hear that, give us a follow. Um, but we do have pretty decent um, demographics, like uh, based off of like uh, our Spotify data. Apple, uh, you know, we're not you're not a huge show, but we you know we're we're reaching quite a few people. You know, it's in the thousands, and that we're proud of that. Uh, the next, the next Woo-hoo. is going to be, Woo, buddy. The next is we got to get to that, you know, hundred thousand mark. And but this is something we've been continuing to grind. Like this is still way way early in the show, but I really do like that you're able to get engagement with people on the social media i'm just like social media scares the shit out of me i I get addicted to it and then i remove it from my phone and then i put it back on and then i remove it and it's just like i try and stay off i had one day where i checked social media probably more than 20 times expecting to to find something that was you know just 
revealing for some reason. I was just like, you know, addicted to it myself. Um, speaking of social media, you know, what happened was, <laughs> you know, I sent this guest a, a pic and I was like, you up at two in the morning and they, they didn't respond. I was like, what happened? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You sent a guest of <laughs> you up. That, that's what you don't do. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. Definitely don't do that. That would be wild. We've thought of, we've toyed with the idea of getting like a porn star on here, but we've just so I don't know. We, we'll, we may do it someday, but I think me and you I have s- this in common. I mean, I, I think what's happening is w- when you uh, check Instagram multiple times per day. Like I get it for business, but I think, in, in, you know, in my case, I, I always had a lot of anxiety and mm-hmm. you know, whether it was like somebody I was pursuing or like, um, you know, recently I just, uh, kind of discontinued seeing this person and, you know, her and I aren't seeing each other. So, you know, what, what do you do? You're going to, you're going to see that person pop up on social media. So I think it's hard to, um, not give in to that instinct to check on somebody on social media and then mm-hmm. just see what's going on. Like not everything on social media is real and, but it's still something that was, it can really cause anxiety. So I don't know if that's what's going on with you, Rick, but I understand why you, like would delete it from your phone because it's kind of a distraction. It, it's it's a distraction. What's going on with me is just like I just want to know what's up. Like I, <laughs> like there's yeah. it's it's <laughs> a lot fun to like look at pictures and like go and learn things. Like my 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 Instagram algorithm's all jacked up. It's like it's a mixture of bodybuilding, cooking, fucking conspiracy theories, alien like fake alien videos. Like I'm just I'm entertained. And then don't even get me started on the Reddit. Like that I won't put that on my phone. That's way too dangerous but instagram i kind of need to you know i'm going to eventually have someone probably run i mean i do have someone kind kind of run my shit just i don't want it like it's just not it's not for me but i do want to get back to you and i guess this this is now turned into a re- relationship episode because i am curious uh how long where was said relationship going and why did it end dude why did you leave her what are you doing about two months is how long it was going and okay um i i didn't leave her you know it was more a discussion on her part that she didn't realize you know basically the, the timing wasn't good um, mm-hmm. and you know, she didn't realize it and I didn't realize it either. And it's, you know, 100% valid. So it's just something that, that kind of had to happen. Like we thought everything was going well, but, uh, you know, we both have quite a bit to work on. I mean, you got to be able to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. Yes. And I think, you know, you have a lot of friends that will tell you, you know, take it slow, slow down. But um, when things are going well, like like you, ju- you just fall in love hard and fast. And we, you know, we both really, really care for each other. But unfortunately, you know, extraneous circumstances will 
will just kind of like fill your bucket of stress to where, mm-hmm. you know, this new person you're seeing, it's, it's really hard to, to be able to, to meet their needs and be there for them. So essentially like life just got really busy. Um, and then, you know, her and I talked about it and just like, you know, we just, we, we both have a lot to work on before we can really continue to date. So it, it was unfortunate. And, you know, I think I might've probably cured a few droughts in the world with how much I cried. <laughs> oh shit, but, uh, man. Yeah. As, as jacked as I am, I'm, I'm definitely human. Yeah. Um, dude. Well, Hey man, being, but, you know, being sensitive I, I do man. have real, yeah, I do. I do have real love for her and I will always love her and care for her and respect her space. Um, so it's, you know, I'm really grateful for the times that we had, and I know that she is too. And there's, there's a lot of learning opportunities about ourselves from our time being together. Like, how can you balance somebody into your own life? You know, you just, you got to make sure you can really take care of yourself before you can take care of, take care of somebody else. Well, 100%, man. And right now you're doing a lot of shit. Like you have a business, you're, you're training people. You're a personal trainer, um, so you've got clients that are you right. got these different gyms. You also have a podcast, and I definitely understand the time demand that that places on on us. And um, I, and you're a bodybuilder, so and you're trying to get your pro card. So there's not a lot of time for fuckery in your life, and you need you know I you know again. I don't know what went down. I don't even know this lady, but like that's a, that's a large time commitment that, you know, you're, you're dedicated to. And that's really difficult to find someone that can understand that and be okay with, you know, maybe not seeing each other every day, especially if you're in the early stages of a forming a a serious relationship that that also requires a lot of time. Um, so a lot of time, I, I agree. Yeah, a lot of too much, too much even, especially if you're trying to reach your goals. But like you said, you learn something. You're going to be a better human because of it, and you have more knowledge now for the next one. Which I love. Like as a, a secret, I love dating. Um, I don't do it anymore. I've got one person, but dating's awesome, man. And right now, you, huh? Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Right now you live in the best time ever to date. You've got hundreds of dating apps that you can use. You've got the, you've got plenty of places. You're an active person. Like dude, you're young, you're successful. So you really don't, it's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel, man. Just get back out there, get the feet wet, get dialed in, bro. I got nothing to worry about. I understand what's important is to to know what's going on in a, in the other person's life and to to realize that the both of you have priorities and they're they're not each other. And you know, I I just recently um, got hired on as a personal trainer at the Multnomah Athletic Club. Ooh. So I've been you know working a lot there. Then that's like as soon as her and I got together, that was you know, that was a part of my life was working at a second gym. And mm-hmm. before that, in the last three years, I've, you know, I'm still working at a gym called next NXT level fitness in Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And on top of that, I'm taking, you know, online clients with Blue Collar Fitness Podcast. Um, so, I mean, you know, my schedule is pretty full. Uh, I did make time for her. And, you know, she made a lot of time for me. And we really got to know each other pretty quickly in the, in the first mm-hmm. two months. But we weren't each other's top priority. And we, we both did have priorities um, ahead of each other. So, you know, once things got really busy, like we just got really stressed out and we're like, Hey, you know, like she understood that the timing isn't quite right. And will we get together down the road? There's potential. Like we know our chemistry, but, um, we, you know, we got to work on ourselves. I think that's fair, dude. I do want to throw, I I do want to throw this out here because I, this was a piece, it's a piece of advice someone gave to me. And I don't know if it's good advice or bad advice, but I've followed it. Never go back, always move forward. Mm. So like that relationship had its time. It didn't work out for whatever reason. Maybe you're more into her, but never go back, dude. Always go forward. Plenty of fish in the sea. On to new vaginas and new frontiers, my friend. No. <laughs> new vaginas. <laughs> Well, you, know, you know, it's it's important for people to develop too, because if you yeah. if you move forward and you're not like, it's not just like maybe you can decipher that a couple ways. Like, don't go back to that person, but also like Rick, like maybe don't look back on what went wrong. Move forward. Ooh, a different interpretation. Okay, together down the road. You know, who knows, man? Nah, but, dude, uh, I don't know though. That's, that's it's not bad advice and people change um, too, but at the, maybe I'm petty, but like if I get, um, if someone leaves, I am like, my first inclination is to just kind of go on a tear and, you know, be a slutty human being for a hot, a hot second. Like that's Everybody's generally my whole phase. <laughs> if, yes, exactly. Everyone has a hoe face. And so I don't know. That's tough. But I've always like, I just, I don't want to, I don't ever, I don't, I don't like feeling bad. <laughs> I don't like feeling sad. So I might seek comfort in the other arms of a new lady for a hot second and then just start dating immediately. But I do think that after you get the be- you know the best the healthiest practice is to take a step back look at what went wrong and what was mm-hmm. your fault cuz i i'm a very extreme ownership type of human being like everything's my fault and this is what i did wrong and i maybe not dwell on what the other person did wrong but I, this is also it's also there's a lot of caveats here cuz i don't date crazy people you know i don't date crazy toxic insecure women when I'm trying to select or that's happened. But when I was trying to select ladies, it was who's going to be a good mother to my children. Mm, that's smart. Who's going to be a good mom. Who's going to help me raise. So you just you look at the, the birth hips or. Oh, dude, there's some of that that goes into it too. But like, you know, uh, but who's going to raise. Who's going to raise strong young men or strong young women with me? And we also have to have like the same values. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a, of a traditional man. Like it's, 
I want, I don't want to get divorced. I don't want all these problems. So I kind of like, I have some pretty intense, especially if I'm back in the day when I, when I stopped fucking around and stopped, you know, started being serious. I had some pretty intense questions I would ask people, you know, depending on your answers. It's like, all right, well, I'm either in or out. So yeah, definitely. I think that that's the best thing that you could do is like, you need to look at who's going to be, you know, like, do you have, like, do you like a highly anxious person? Are you, you know, do you have issues with depression? Like what, you know, what's like, what's going on? I need to know because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pass that on to my kids. It's not fun. Oh, you're asking the questions of what does their past look like and what are their tendencies when yeah, it comes but, to yeah. anxious or get depressive behaviors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you get over that? How did you like, how, like if you, maybe you were that way in the past, but how did you work through that and to get to where you are now? Like, you know, that's just because you've maybe had that in the past, but if like, like that's who you are right now, then I don't, I'm not f- maybe right for you. I'm not going to fix you. You have to fix yourself, you know? It's like that's, I think that's what, what me and her are doing right now is really working on ourselves because mm-hmm. yeah. um, like and you, you said, should like, be finding other, back, wrong. Yeah. Be finding another pussy, you know, too, because you know, you're free. You're single, dog. You're single. <laughs> you're single. You know, you that she's not there. Like for whatever reason, this ended. So you have to move on. And, you know, there's there's also a vindictive part of that, right? Because it's like if you can move on and be happy and find someone, like, because women are really attracted to people that have so You have a lot going on. Like, you're successful, obviously. But I'm not going to dwell. Dog, if we're done, we're fucking done. And I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to like, I want you to move on. Maybe we talk a little bit like, Hey, how are you doing? But for the most part, like you're not the only person I'm talking to after we're done. Then I, I'm immediately like, maybe, maybe, Hey, what's up? Maybe don't do it, but maybe, right. I'm not going to lie. I've done that, but I'm also trying to get other girls immediately, immediately. But that's just how I'm wired, man. I'm a savage. So are you. I believe in you. Connor. I'm a savage. Welcome well, part to of the it dark. makes you feel good about yourself because you're able to be successful uh, dating and it, and it shows that you have moved on and you're continuing your personal development. And I think like what, I mean, shoot, like it makes you feel sexy too. That's like, yeah, par- part of, part of like getting into bodybuilding was, you know, I got muscles, I got in the shape, I got abs. I, I felt sexy. So, I mean, what, what is that going to do? I mean, you see a lot of memes about what that can do when you go through a breakup you you have that like you know that make your ex jealous you know mm-hmm. fitness phase where you have a lot of like pent-up energy and aggression yeah and you're like i'm just gonna get sexy as fuck and go out there so the, there's a lot of there's the cra- a lot of ways to look at it. it but it is the biggest misconception of all time because women really do not give a fuck like if you are shredded they don't care they they They're care I mean, it doesn't it, it it doesn't hurt you it does not hurt you. And I want to look good for me. And, and you know, so you're, it's not going to hurt you to be shredded, to, to have abs. Like the, all those things are going to fucking help you for sure. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is they really don't care as much. Like men care. Like we care more. I think that we might care a little bit more. Like, dude, bro, this, this guy's fucking huge. Look at this guy. Unbelievable. I think we care a little bit more than they do. What they really care about is do you have fucking money? 
right? Not not all girls, but I'm saying like having money is the key because like you look at a lot of the ugly guys mm. that have pulled tens. It's all about that money, you know. And I'm not saying these girls are gold digger. More power to them if they are. You know, I don't give a shit. John, go ahead. As I say, may I offer counterpoint? To, well, not counterpoint, but I guess like you know, companion piece. In my experience, it depends on the type of person you find, you know, like some give a shit about money or status or have issues or feelings that are wrapped up in security. And with that in money and finances and stuff, some don't give a fuck. You know, I got lucky when I met my wife. She doesn't give a shit about money. She has the same kind of outlook that I do, that it's literally only as useful as like I need it to be. So like, you know, I was just like, yo, I'm a broke, uh, unemployed musician, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's up? You know, and it just be the broke unemployed bodybuilder and you'll find a killer girl. No, you, you're or you're the employed broke. bodybuilder making fuck tons of cash, you know, be yourself is what you're saying. And you know, that the woman will value, value you for your character for sure. Like who you yeah. are as a person. And I think John's right. Like, and Rick, you're, you're right. It depends on the woman too. hundred like, percent. Do you have money that can take care of her? But also like, if the woman appreciates you as a person and like you both aren't stressed for, for cash, then shoot, she's going to love you for who you are. And yeah. You know, that, that's that's... How me, and, me and that girl felt about each other. We, 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 you know, as quick as it is like two months, whew, your friends are like, Connor, what are you doing? you you know, you're, you say you love this girl. And I was like, I do. I do. That's a little soon. Yeah, Connor. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. So? <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 dude. To each their own, bro. Hey, to each their own. I was going to say, I w- we were, you know, first date hamburger, second date U-Haul. So, like, you know, like everybody's different. Uh-oh. John's a lesbian. Everybody is different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that, you know the joke that, that lesbians, like, they'll go on one date and move in with each other the next. And that's kind of, John, yeah, you did move fast, bro. It was kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's, that's kind of our style. Yeah, I, I think, think her, her and I moved. We, we talked about not moving quickly based on our past experiences. And, you know, when things are going well, like you really when you're in the midst of like falling for each other, you just don't know. And then extraneous stuff happens. But, um, yeah, you just when you're in the midst of it, like you really don't know, like how fast you're really moving. Hmm. But do you guys want to hear like a. Like a real fact about dating. Yes, sure. I do. Absolutely. But I, I, real quick, I do want to be respectful. I know. I don't know. We, we, you have a, we kind of talk. You have a hot. It's five oh five right now. Do you have time? Uh, we can go for about ten more minutes. Okay, perfect, man. Let's hear this story. Okay, so the hotness of your girlfriend is equivalent to the size of your traps. <laughs> So I've been doing pretty well. <laughs> this is true. It's all about, see, that's everybody's all about biceps or leg. It's always traps. <laughs> that was the it's most the useful thing. <laughs> that's the most douchey exactly. thing anyone's ever said on the Rick's Mind podcast. Congratulations. Have you seen, seen New Girl? No. Yeah, no, yeah I have. <laughs> Jar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a good show. Man. Oh, man. Oh, okay, Cotter. You should watch that, that show. Good. It's actually good, Rick. I am not going to watch New Girl. No way. Should I? For real? You should, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny. It's very good. Okay, is that the one with uh, the girl with the pretty eyes? Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Oh, shit, I've seen New mm-hmm. Girl. Fuck! <laughs> 
I'm just as douchey as you guys. <laughs> I've seen it. I, I, guys, I'm dating a white girl, man. Of course I've seen weird shit. Of course I have. Um, I have uh, a bit of advice, though, and I think you did this. I, I, I went out and I found a girl that made her own money that did not need me. She mm. does not need me. She's very independent, very strong, um, very maybe like a little bit too sensitive, you know. No, just, uh, she's gonna hear this. So, uh, but I mean, she loves me a lot. I I wish no, no. I wish she. I tell her this. I was like, maybe dial back your love for me, like just a little bit, you know, just like a tad. Now she's a, she's a great person. Um, just pretend like you hate me, just a little bit, yeah, a know? little bit more. And it's spicy would be that nice. way. Yes, right? it would be nice. But yeah, I. You know, I'm I'm excited for you, dude. I'm excited for you because you have an infinite number of possibilities that can occur now that you're single. And that's kind of how I've always looked at it. You just have to be open and willing to accept a few of them. So yeah. So tell us uh tell the tell the good people where they can find you. Tell them about the pod. Tell them everything, man. Shout out. Get this promo going. All right. You can find me at Connor Burton, C-O-N-N-O-R-B-U-R-T-O-N, training, like the word training, ConnorBurtonTraining.com or Connor Burton on or Connor Burton Training on Instagram. And then look up Blue Collar Fitness Podcast.com if you want to get signed up for some badass online coaching. And on Instagram, Blue Collar Fitness Podcast, we post about our guest interviews and different types of content. So that's where I am. Um, feel free to reach out to me if you want to start up with coaching through email, Connor at ConnorBurtonTraining.com. And then I do want to shout out a friend's coffee shop. If you do live in the Portland area, go ahead and hit up Bulls and Brews Coffee. It's some Ooh. of the best coffee ever, even though this is a water cup. <laughs> um, they do Italian sodas, different types of, you know, energy, energy drink mixers. Um, there's some amazing coffee there. Hell yeah, man. Well, thanks so much and for doing too. this brother. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks so much for doing this. Connor. We'll definitely get you back on, man. Uh, as always, it's good to chat with you, uh, folks, please like, and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we also have a clips channel, so go ahead and subscribe there. If you can't digest an entire hour, you know, we've got it broken up into short. Ooh, one more thing. We have, uh, we have, uh, <laughs> did you just fucking go over my promo, bro? How dare you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> We got a blue collar fitness bodybuilder coming out in June. So I just want to put that out there. New program. Ooh, I like that. Well, you know, my thunder's been stalled. Connor, you're not coming back on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, folks, <laughs> thanks. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the things. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And, you know, if you're listening and you've had your heart broken, there's plenty of fish in the seas and an infinite amount of possibilities. So... The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. <laughs> Live advice. Talk to you later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>